0: Welcome to Fresh Catholic, a podcast for those who are converting, reverting, or simply want a fresh perspective of the Catholic faith to help them to open their hearts and minds to become closer to the love and goodness of Christ. My daily prayer is that I will be a bright light to others, to be filled with the love and light of Christ, so that when people look at me, they see Him radiating out from me for His glory. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Balderas, and I'm so happy you're here. So I've been living with a lot of chaos and uncertainty lately, and I have to say it doesn't feel super great. (laughs) I'm laughing, but it's not funny. You know when you're watching a show and bam, there's that loud, annoying snow that comes on? That's how I feel in my head some days these days. (laughs) Not good. I mean, I know that life for many people is always chaotic, especially in this day and age. I don't think any of us feel good when we're living in a chaotic situation or when we have turmoil in our lives and hearts. It just doesn't feel good. I'm sure we've all experienced that many times. There's just so much angst and anxiety in the world today. There's so much unrest and chaos. I just feel there's anger and hostility, lying, cheating, stealing. It's just pure chaos. The definition of chaos is a state of utter confusion or disorder, a total lack of organization or order. I feel people are in despair, seeking things other than the Lord. I think that's really adding to the despair of our, of our world today. Outside influences are definitely a factor. People are turning more to drugs, alcohol, pornography, and other dangerous things to escape all the craziness. But that just adds to the chaos. <laughs> Again, funny, not funny. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. And I'm not saying we haven't lived with drugs, alcohol, pornography in the past, I just feel like it's way more available and it's definitely adding to the chaos. If we're constantly a ball of nerves and anxious and not feeling stable or secure, it ends up altering our entire day, life, and existence. We can't perform or function at the best level when we're feeling unsettled or out of control. At least I know I can't. This doesn't just affect us. It ultimately rubs off on our relationships and affects our children's lives. When mommy and daddy are frazzled, everyone feels it. Children need to feel safe and secure. We all need to feel safe and secure, but our children count on us to help them feel safe and secure. They need to feel like their parents or their most important grown-ups have their act together. What should we do about this? How are we handling all the chaos and unrest? Well, apparently not very well. I don't think people are handling things very well at all. I know I have days where I don't feel I'm handling things very well at all, but I think as a group, we're just not. When we feel frantic and out of control, it's because we think we're in charge. We can't possibly be in charge of everything. Even if we want to be, we can't. We can't possibly anticipate and know exactly what we're supposed to be doing at all moments and all times. I know I struggle with decision making and deciding if I should do something or not, how it's going to go or what the outcome is going to be. But when you surrender to handing your life over to the Lord and putting him in control, then you're able to have more peace because he's got your best interest at heart. He wants the best for you. You might not get what he's doing, or what his plan is for you, but you should know that it's for your good. You should know that, (laughs) and that in itself should give you peace and calm. I believe it's the people that don't have that in their life. They don't have God in their life. Those are the people that are extra struggling. God is being removed from every facet of our world today, from our homes, from our schools, everywhere. It's looked on as a negative, being one with Christ. is looked on as a negative thing, and it's not. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And he is pure peace and pure love. And you know what, my friends? Satan hates that. And he has his minions causing much chaos, as you can very well see if you just look around you. It's not good. With all the chaos in our world, it causes me to think sometimes, where can we find peace? Well, it's in the Lord. That's where we find peace. We need a hefty dose of Jesus in our daily lives. The opposite of chaos is calm. The definition of calm is quiet and free from disturbance, not showing or feeling nervousness, anger, or other strong emotions. How can we have more peace and calm? I feel the Lord wants us to be peaceful and calm, and I feel we all strive for peace and calm, but for whatever reason, we don't work to have it in our lives. We do a lot of talking about peace and calm, but when it comes down to it, we're really not working towards it. We're not being proactive. One of the Gospels I love is Mark 4, 35-41. Let me read it to you now. On that day, as evening drew on, he said to them, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat just as he was, and other boats were with him. A violent squall came up and waves were breaking over the boat, so that it already was filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher! Do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this whom even the wind and sea obey? I just love that. I think about that frequently. Who is this that even the wind obeys? I just think it's powerful. I believe the Lord wants us to have peace in our families, peace in our marriage, peace in our church, peace in the workplace, but we don't always follow that. We add anger, selfishness, resentment, and power struggles. God doesn't want that. We're the ones that muck that up. I also believe that the Lord wants us to have less things in our life. I feel he would like us to simplify. When Jesus and I sit down and talk in adoration, (laughs) that's the messages I'm getting. I've been getting more and more messages when I do go to adoration every Saturday. And the word I keep hearing in my head is eliminate. Eliminate keeps coming up. And I know, or at least I feel that he knows I have too much stuff whether it be actual items that I possess, or too much angst, or too many issues, or too many problems. I believe that Jesus is telling me to eliminate those things. Because when I'm focused on those things, and they take over most of my day, they take over most of my thoughts, then I am not able to focus on Jesus. If my brain is scattered and just dodging over here, dodging over there, my brain is just spinning out of control. I'm certainly not as focused as I should be on Christ, which is where I would actually love to have my focus. I'm not able to give him all the time and energy and effort I should be because I'm just distracted by these other things. So it's, it's ridiculous. If we add a lot of chaos to our family life by having too much stuff, too many things, too many places to go, too many people that we have to answer to. That's not good. It's too much. It jumbles up the mind. It pulls you in too many directions, and then your family gets sucked up into it. Your children will then be chaotic, and so will you. Your children won't be settled. Your family will not be settled. Your family can do with less activities, less stuff, less stress, and less chaos. Doesn't that sound nice? Think about that for a minute. Wouldn't it be nice if you could just have a peaceful day and you didn't have to be driving here and there and doing this and that? I mean, I know we all have to do that to some degree, but you can certainly downsize it all. You certainly can do that. Be more simple. Be more simplified. I just feel there's too many distractions in all of our lives. I feel we put importance on things that really aren't important in the scheme of life. We give them a front and center seat in the theater of our life when actually and ultimately God should be the one that we're giving all of our energy to. It's not to say we should just sit in front of the blessed sacrament all day long, although wouldn't that be nice, or just sit in church all day long, which also would be nice. But it's more that God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit should be in our minds and thoughts and hearts all day, every day. Everywhere we go, we should be thinking about them. We should be focusing on them. And in everything we do, they should be in the forefront of our minds. We need to rely and trust on Christ more. I always love to envision the Gospel of Matthew 14, 22 to help me focus. I use this frequently. I'm going to read it for you now. Then he made the disciples get into the boat and precede them to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. After doing so, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was there alone. Meanwhile, the boat, already a few miles offshore, was being tossed about by the waves, for the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, He came toward them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. It is a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. At once, Jesus spoke to them, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter said to him in reply, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. Peter got out of the boat and began to walk on the water toward Jesus. But when he saw how strong the wind was, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? After they got into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat did him homage, saying, truly, you are the son of God. I just always think of that when I'm panicking or when I'm feeling like I'm sinking or when things are overtaking my life. I envision that and I look Jesus squarely in the eye. I give him all my focus. I don't want to sink. And I know he won't allow that to happen if I give him all my focus. So I really suggest you envision that when you feel like you're sinking and you feel like you're drowning in chaos. This really helps me to feel more safe and secure when there's just outside chaos and turmoil or extreme anxiety coming into my heart and soul. We have Christ as our anchor and our base and our foundation. He is should be in the forefronts of our mind. That way it pushes out the bad. He's filling that space that nobody else can fill. I'll have days or weeks where I feel so not focused, (laughs) unfocused on what I should be thinking and doing that I will pray and say, Lord, I would just like to spend the day with you alone. And then what I like to do is just cocoon with him. I like to just block out the world, listen to religious podcasts, read scripture, take a peaceful nap. (laughs) I'm always up for a peaceful nap. I like to recharge with Christ, just having peace and quiet and letting my mind or allowing my mind to rest and just handing the chaos over to the Lord and asking him to take it on for me so I can just rest and recharge. I think we forget that we can do that, that we can just say, Lord, please take this off of me. Lord, please stop the spinning. Please stop the angst. And he will come in and he will take it over for you. You don't need the drugs. You don't need the alcohol. You don't need the pornography. What you need is just to surrender yourself to his help. When I go to church, I like for it to be very quiet and calm and peaceful so that I'm able to really focus on what's being said and take it all in, and all the signs and symbols that bring me peace in my mind and in my heart. I also love going to adoration. I go every Saturday morning after Mass, like I've said in other episodes. That's my little date with Jesus. I could go more often, and I probably will end up doing that, but right now that's what I look forward to every week, and I know he's there waiting for me. It's very quiet in the chapel, and it's so calm and peaceful when I walk in. I almost feel, you know that sensation when you go underwater? Not in a bad way, not in a drowning way, in a good way. And you go underwater, it's just silent and calm and peaceful under the water. That's how I feel when I go into adoration. The outside world stops for me, and I'm able to shut it out, and I just get up close to the Blessed Sacrament, and I just gaze upon the glory of the Lord, and it just gives me such peace and calm in my heart. I do kind of wish I could be there all day sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, I just, I highly recommend going to Adoration for peace and calm in your heart. When I go on a walk, sometimes I work on my podcast or I do voice notes. Sometimes I talk to my mom or friends But on the days where I just want some peace, I don't do any of those things. I don't talk on the phone. I don't interact with a lot of people. I will just take in the beauty of nature, the fresh air, pray and focus on even just the peace and calm of just quiet. Even if I'm praying or not praying, I'm trying to just stay focused on peace. That really helps my heart to step away from chaos. So we can't directly eliminate all the chaos in the world. We can't eliminate all the anxiety that we're having or that other people are having. We can't stop the craziness that they, the people who don't follow Christ's teachings, are pushing on us right now. We can't control that. But what we can control is how we handle it. How can we find peace? Where can we find peace? And especially in whom? can we find peace with? I think we, after this episode, I hope you have some more answers to that. (laughs) Putting aside time for the Lord, praying to him, and asking him to come into our hearts and take the weight off of us so that we can function in a better way. That's how we can find more peace and calm. Without all the unnecessary clutter, anxiety, turmoil, and chaos, we can all be more focused, more faithful, and more fresh. (laughs) You knew that was coming. Come on. Anyway, I hope you have a great week, and I hope you have less chaos and more peace and calm. And now I have some fresh Catholic news. I am working with Sock Religious, the sock company. (laughs) Ta-da! How fun is that? I have an ad for socks on my website. If you go to the podcast tab, you can order socks and get 10% off. Tell your friends. I think it's very exciting. Father Matthew and I are big fans of this company. He and I both have their socks. They are great quality and great gift ideas. They're very fun. They have saint socks. They have all sorts of religious socks. It's just, it's so fun to pick and choose what what they're all the varieties they have. And may God bless your Tootsies. Also, I now have my Patreon channel, so it's very exciting. And I have different levels of the Patreon. So I hope you will be a part of my friend group. The levels range from $5 to $250 a month, depending on what kind of friend of mine you want to be. Go check it out so you can see what I'm talking about. There are perks to being a member of the Patreon there is exclusive content. There are Fresh Catholic Behind the Scenes, where I give the concept and anecdotes about the creation of the episodes. And another exclusive content is Fresh Catholic Afterthoughts, which are what I wanted to say, but couldn't say for fear of being canceled. (laughs) It's Very juicy. And there is merch. I have water bottles, keychains, hats, bags, rosaries. Depending on the level you choose, you will get some merch. And then you can be walking around wearing fresh Catholic stuff and using your keychain. I think that's very exciting. And if and when you become a member of my Patreon, please tag me in social media. Take pictures of you with your merch. That would be really fun. So I hope you will consider supporting my podcast. I really need your help, and I would so much appreciate any level you would like to join. That would just mean so much to me. And please follow me on social media, at Fresh Catholic, so you can hear my 30-second videos. That would be great. Please send me emails, laurie at freshcatholic.com. I love to hear from you, and keep up the good work, Eddie. I am really enjoying your emails you're sending me. I feel like we're, we're big buddies at this point. So thanks again, Eddie. So thank you for listening today. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. Now go out and be a bright light in someone's life. And remember, be focused, be faithful, and be fresh. Brush Catholic is produced, edited, and recorded at Wonder Mouse Studios in Ventura, California.